0: Hi everyone, I'm Jason Klepa, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness podcast. On today's episode is Lauren Fisher and Rasmus Anderson. Now as I was interviewing Lauren the other day for our Amrat Mentality podcast, one of the topics that was brought up and I was really intrigued by was her grown Strong online training program that she was going to incorporate. But how her and Rasmus had started something called Arcadia Active, how they had actually decided to shift out of that. I wanted to do a business of fitness podcast on this to shine light on how not, it's always not rainbows and unicorns to talk about, Hey, this is the actual business side of things and how they came out with the program. It wasn't as successful as they wanted to. They're shifting and I'm very confident Grown strong will be incredibly successful. I truly hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did before we dive into it. Just want to remind you, if you're a gym owner out there, and you haven't checked out our session plans and our programming, I would really appreciate it if you email collective at nc.fit. It's a great way to dive into what we use for all of our gyms globally with a team that curates very professional videos and session plans to help you provide the best coaching product on the floor. Now, without any further more conversation, let's get right into the episode. All right, guys, so here we are with Rasmus and Lauren, and we are diving into the business side of their fitness, and um, we've really been enjoying our conversation, and one of the things that's been really clear to me is that both of them have a much larger entrepreneurial spirit than maybe I had had first originally realized, and what I'd like to dive into right now is that you guys started an online training program together, and how after looking at it, you had to evaluate and pivot. And now you're creating a new plan moving forward. Cause I think there's a lot of people listening who we talk about a lot on social media, everybody thinks it's rainbows and unicorns and everybody's killing it, but not every idea is perfect. There needs to be some give and take, and then you find the right one long-term. So can you guys take me through what was your online training program called? What was the original intention and how are you now pivoting?
1: Either one of you guys can answer. Well, you know, well, first off, thank you, Jason, for having us on this podcast. Um, I will say, like, we, we tried, like, I we talked about creating an, a fitness program for a long time. Like, it was just a natural thing. Like, that's what we've been doing for a long time, right? And, and we want to help people. So it just seemed natural to us to kind of create a fitness program because that's what we've been doing. And we want to help people. And the, like, a fitness program really does those two things, right? So uh, we want to create something that also was different from everyone else. Because nowadays, everyone do offer a fitness program, not everyone, but... But a lot of people offer a fitness program. We wanted to just kind of like do something that was a little different. So we wanted to create a fitness program. Like, where I came up with the idea of like, how do we do something in between personalized fitness program and something that is a mass program? So I was like, if I create six different programs, all with like different things like structure or like different time, like so more, some of them being short, something being longer, something more advanced, something more simple, and also like what kind of equipment are you using, like some basic equipment to more advanced equipment. And so I thought if we had six different programs, that could literally cover pretty much the whole uh, gamut. Yeah, it really yeah. could, right? And yeah. like a, and a personalized fitness program, that's that's really good, but. You really don't need that unless you're an like elite level athlete, in my opinion. If you're just a person who's trying to get better and even to reach like at back in the days, regionals level, I think you could do that with, with a program that was not necessarily like tailored like straight towards you, but like somewhat close to like what you needed, right? So by creating six programs, I was like, well, like you would probably fall into one of these six categories, no matter who you are in the world, you would fall into one of these six and you'll be, you'll be having a program that's pretty much specialized towards who you are. So that was, I, I really think the idea is great, and I still think it is. And what was it called? But, but, but we, we, we created this thing called the KD Active. Um, and how did you come up with that name? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, there was a lot of back going back and forward, and I think none of, a, none of us are like... Uh,
2: Super creative with yeah, names. Yeah,
1: like we're struggling to we come up with stuff. Like That's not very we're good at. We're good at, at creating this stuff, but coming up with names is hard. So we, we kind of seek some help. And, and for some reason, the KD Active just resonated a little bit. It has some meaning to it.
2: Well, Arcadia in general means a mountainous region in Greece. And so we wanted to, like, when you think of Greece, you think of this beautiful place that's serene and just, like, think health and longevity. And, like, we didn't want to come out with, like, a CrossFit program that's going to, like, destroy you or beat you up. Like, we wanted to come out with something that actually is going to help you for long term. And so that's where Arcadia came from. And then we just add, because there is, like, Arcadia, like, all these different things with Arcadia. So that's where we added Active at the end. Because it was going to cover all, as, all aspects of life.
0: Right. Okay. And so you decide to create this Arcadia Active together, right? You guys have been boyfriend, girlfriend now for a couple of years, right?
2: Five, I mean, years, five now. years now. Yeah. Long time. yeah.
0: And so getting into business together, right? Before we even dive into the six programs and maybe how that might not have worked out, whatever. What was it like getting into business for the first time? I mean, you guys have known each other a long time, but what was it like actually doing a project together? I mean, did you Do you feel like you guys got closer? Do you feel like (laughs) that you have to have the birds and the bees conversation, the tough conversations about business? What was it like getting into business with your significant other?
2: You can go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but you know, I, I don't know. Like I keep thinking Lauren, and I have a special relationship and since we started dating like we've had kind of like a like it's different I think we'll call a relationship. Like we've we spent so much time together because our quote unquote work is the same thing. We go to the gym right every single day and, and we live together and we literally spend every single moment in our day together. So I think we get to know each other really quick and we know each other really well. Uh, so starting a business together like before even starting this real like real business business we did other stuff that sort of had business intention in mind we did like sponsors we had shared sponsors we did kind of stuff like together once in a while with sponsors uh, work related stuff and and even competing I'll call that work as well right yeah. so like we've done a lot of um, unofficial work of what do you want to call that in, in the past and this is really since we started dating even before that we, we trained together right so it was it really hasn't been that hard or difficult like we have a lot of uh, arguments both the easy one and and more difficult ones. But I mean, honestly, it's going pretty well and it has to whole time.
0: And so is there something you guys do? I mean, for anybody listening who has a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, or partner of any type, is there anything you guys do just to kind of like communicate effectively when it comes to this kind of stuff? Because I imagine also from a team perspective, right? You're in the middle of an event, you want to win. I mean, you guys got the team aspect, the business aspect, and not to mention the relationship aspect. whoo
2: Communication must be key for you guys. I think one of the things that we do is like, we both know each other really well. And so like, I know when to give him space and not to say anything. Simply, we were doing a workout today. We had 40 synchronized chest-to-bar, 30 synchronized uh, handstand push-ups and assault bike. And I knew just not to say anything to him because if I'd be like, let's knock out six handstand push-ups, he'd be like, just listen to me. Like, just do what I'm doing. So I just like, let him dictate it and then I'll just like, follow along. And I feel like that's kind of the same in business. Like I know when he's like working, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to give him some space and then I go and do my own thing and then I'll ask him for help. Um, So I think we know each other really well and –
1: yeah, I mean I, I think when it comes to the gym, I think business for us is still somewhat new, right? But when it comes to the gym aspect, we we already like we always said like when we go to the gym, it it's it's work for us. So, like we're gonna keep the personal things a little bit to the side and then we we're gonna treat the gym as a, as a workplace. So like I go train with the guys and Lauren go train with the girls and it's not like all kisses and, and happy eyes to each other. It's it's more like Jim, is we train yeah there's, and that's no, ha- how it there's is. no happy eyes no, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. no you're going there's to there's
0: no work. sending kisses at each other <laughs> in yeah, there. No, I, I get it i think that's really cool you guys can compartmentalize like that and so going back to arcadia active mm-hmm. so you roll out six programs you have this ambition and then what what has occurred and what have you guys
1: realized through that experience oh boy uh, a whole lot of things i would say um how many months has it been since we November, right?
2: Launched it in November.
1: Yeah, November last year. So it's been now five, six months coming coming close to that. Okay. Um, but I will, I will say before, like launching in November, but it was a work in progress for a full year. And then thought beh- before that, like probably for another full year. So like it's, it's been in a work for a long time. Uh, but... I, going back to, well, let's go back to six programs. Like, yeah, it, that didn't work out. Like we, we cut it down before we had a mentor and he was like, right from the beginning when I mentioned like, I want to do six programs or we want to do six programs. He was like, that that does not work. I want to do, he wanted us to just do, do one program. So we, we came to a happy place of a heavy medium of four programs. Uh, but even so, with four programs, the issue was still that it was too confusing. Uh, now we're diving in a little bit more of the as- like business aspect and conversion rates and stuff like that. But like when people see that, it's just is too much information. People didn't want to spend time enough to actually learn like what these programs were offering. Why would they like what would they like which ones should they choose and stuff like that? It was just too much work. Um, and, and one of the things we've learned, like it's, we, we need to keep it simple. People don't have the intention span to, to dive into anything like this. It has to be super simple and like straight to the point, um, a few call to actions and then a sign up button. And then later down the road, you can teach them like, like what they should be taught. And so you want to bridge the gap between this PT and this kind of like
0: generic thing, which I, I totally get. And you had a little bit too many offerings. The brand was kind of something you guys came up with, but maybe don't feel as connected to. And so moving forward, I want to talk about what you guys are going to do, because I think it's a really good learning lesson for anybody listening of a few items. So what is your next step? So here you've been doing this about six months. It hasn't gone exactly the way you wanted it. So what are you guys going to do?
2: well now we're redeveloping the brand well not redeveloping we're rebranding it so arcadia we're shutting down arcadia active not to be embarrassed about or anything and we're gonna rebrand everything through grown strong we actually have a large female following of arcadia active like doing the fitness program um and like just with my audience in general like women want to get strong they want to feel confident like they want to feel empowered and that's why like Grown Strong is so fitting. We were like, Because we were constantly, we were trying to do Arcadia Active, we wanted to build a mega brand with that. Then we wanted to also build Grown Strong, but then we mm. were constantly searching, like what are we gonna offer people besides apparel through Grown Strong that will really help them and benefit them? And that's why we were like, we just can't, we don't have enough time in the day to do, to build two brands. And that's why we originally did Arcadia Active, because we want to do Kitty Active separate, Grown Strong separate. But then we were like, fitness program is like one of the biggest things we feel like we can really help people through Grown Strong. And so that's why we're like, we didn't have enough time in the day. And so now we're putting it all together and it'll be one fitness program targeted towards women. And it's going to be approachable. And like nowadays women are so scared of like, they're going to get bulky or they're scared of lifting weights. like, And we want to help make it simple. And like, we want to teach them like everything they know and how to be stronger in all aspects of life through Grown Strong.
0: Right. And so you guys have decided to pursue the Grown Strong, which I think is brilliant because you've been building this brand up for years and years yeah. and years and i think it 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 resonates with your audience and so looking back on it and looking at potentially for lack of a better term the pitfalls of arcadia and and the benefits of Grown strong do you think by rolling that out it was a you guys just learned so much from it do you think you would have gotten the clarity you needed
1: on grown strong without doing this is i guess my question yeah absolutely not like And if I could go back in time, like, as I said, like it was a full year of thinking about like the fitness program and another full year of developing it. If I could go back in time, I would be like day one, almost like just launch it. Let's, let's see what happens. Let's put it out there. Let's see who, who signs up, get some feedback. Tweak it uh, and pivot a little bit and make it the changes we need to make. Um, and th- that's been a, one hell of a learning lesson that when we put it out in November, like from day one, people following the program were happy, but uh, and there's been no issues at all. Um, but it's just like the people who, who went to the, the website and like our sales funnels, and stuff like that, like we had a pretty bad conversion rate. So, like, how do we optimize that? Like, what, what do we do? And that's sort of what we've been working on now for, for a while and kind of optimizing that. We, we have optimized it. But I think what we really, like what we realized is that the brand is just not there. It takes a very long time to build the brand, whereas Growing Strong was already developed and it had a strong brand already. So why not like just leverage that? Yeah, why not do yeah. that, right? And it has more connection, right?
0: And, and Absolutely. I, I think that's a really, really cool takeaway. So do, would you say that if someone's interested in putting out an online program, do you think you over... Do you think you overthought it and you thought you had to like create all these programs, create all these things when you just needed to simplify it? Do you think you these years that kept going, you kept adding more and more and more but you really didn't need to? Yeah,
1: you hit it right down on the nail. That yeah. is exactly what it is. We need to simplify and then not overthinking it. That's and, the, yeah. and I think
2: one of the biggest things too is like so many people are trying to develop a brand but there's no story. We thought we could developed a story after we launched a brand but really like people need to resonate with the story before you launch the brand so people are like not really resonating with Arcadia Active they're like what is Lauren launching this fitness program Arcadia Active like what is it but like grown strong just comes natural like it's part of my journey it's part of people's journey like they're overcoming these obstacles and they're becoming grown strong and so like when we launched Arcadia Active like people just didn't resonate with it and which is why like you need to have a story
0: yeah it's so funny we just I actually just came from Bub which is this mct and collagen product and their story was so profound and then they had a product to kind of back into it just a little bit of a different outlook and i think you guys are spot on where the story wasn't you want to build a product and then build a story but people need to be bought into the vision and the story before they even think about a product and so moving forward you guys are going to be launching this new program um, very soon and where can people find the new program in particular
1: I'll just say go and go on social media and go and grow strong on social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, go to grownstrong.com.
2: And then I think just following me, like I'll be the first like at Lauren Fisher on Instagram, like we'll announce it there. Um, And so like we're really excited about it. Like I think it's going to be really big and really exciting for those who want to join.
0: So I think, you know, I got a few takeaways from that, especially, you know, not overthinking it, having a story. Built in, I think that's super powerful because I think sometimes people think like, "Oh, I'm going to start this, it's just to be successful." It's like, well, hang on a second. Look at the background of years that Lauren's been building up this brand. Now I feel like it's going to be positioned to be more successful because of all the years it took to get people to bought into the, the, the process. And you're obviously a you you preach it, you live it, and you you're in, you embody it. And I think that's critical. So you guys both moved to Dubai, and I'm curious. What is it like being in a relationship, being in a new country, working together, living together? What was that experience like outside of sunny San Diego?
1: Um, different. Yeah, very different. Um In both good and bad. Like, I think Dubai, back then, we had less work on our hand. Like, it was was before we launched the fitness program. Launching the fitness program really uh, started taking a lot of our time. In a good way, though. But uh, but in Dubai, we had more time on hand. Uh, It was more like sponsor-responsive stuff that took the time back then and developing the program. But it really wasn't too bad uh, back then. Um, So I think it was just... uh, it was a good time. Very, I learned so many new things. Uh, I would say more about life in general. Like yeah.
0: What is life like in Dubai living? Because you lived there for what, 13
1: months? I was there for about, yeah. Um, Longer than that. I was like you almost like a, year like a year and a half. A yeah, year and, and a
0: half. Close, yeah. So, I mean, I've been out to Dubai and it's a fascinating place, but I haven't lived there for a year and a half. What kind of things, what are some misconceptions about Dubai? And what is like some
1: undercover things you don't know about Dubai? People get this fear of like, oh, it's the Middle East. Everything is so dangerous there. And to be quite honest, like it's It's the the complete opposite. I've never been so safe my whole life, to be honest. Never.
0: And so while you were working there, what type of work were you doing?
1: Well, so I was coaching. Um... That was one of the reasons why I moved there. I was running into the issue at my visa I was running out here in the US. Uh, I want to get close to my family. And uh, back then, money was uh, a little bit of a problem too. Like, I didn't have a job. I couldn't legally have a job here in the US. So, it, for for so many reasons, it just made sense to me to do that move over to Dubai and start a job and have a little more of a, a set income. Um, and so, I was coaching. I was coaching. So, what, what was
0: it like coaching in a different culture?
1: Do you know what? Like, Dubai, I. I Dubai is ninety percent foreigners in Dubai and ten percent local. Right. So, so in Dubai, you 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 meet people from all over the world, and that that's. I think if I could come up with one thing, what was just so great about Dubai is that it was just a mix of of people from all over the world. We ended up meeting some really really good friends. Uh, cr- yeah, creating friends for life over there, right? And and you just learn so much about so many cultures, not only the local culture, but like from the people meet there, but from literally all over the world.
0: Yeah. No. I- I agree. Yeah, I've been there and that's a fascinating place. So you're out there coaching and now you've kind of shifted out of coaching. What kind of, for those people who are listening or looking to shift from what they were doing to what they're doing now or whatever, do you miss anything about the coaching side? Are you going to get back into coaching? Do you? What was that process like leaving the floor and yeah. getting on the back end? I mean, it must be tough. It,
1: it was, but at the same time, like I, I love trying new things, honestly. Like, and it's been like that my whole life. Like I, I love trying new things. Yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I miss Dubai in a lot of ways. Like good friends over there, as I mentioned. Uh, I, I love coaching. I really did. Like, I don't like coaching five hours a day, but I did like coaching like one or two classes a day, three classes a day where you can really stay engaged and be, be in the moment and enjoy it. Uh, and I do miss that. But at the same time, like I get some sort of the same satisfaction now, like doing online programs, I I help people. I hope I do at least. Uh, I try to help people. I try to create something. And and honestly, like being in Dubai coaching, that was great. It was more like uh, coaching a smaller classes, right? Whereas like here, like I'm trying to like I have this vision that I want to create something more than just helping the people around me. I want to, I want to create something. I want to leave a legacy. I want to like create more than just that. So by going into more of the back end and create something that hopefully will turn into something a lot bigger later down the road, I can have a lot more impact than I can and in, in just coaching classes, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. It makes total sense. Wow. That's great. <laughs> and so, okay. So to kind of wrap up this conversation, I really wanted to, I was really interested in how you guys were able to be open about a program not working out the way you wanted and pivoting towards something that you feel really confident in. And I really look forward to watching the growth of the grown strong program. And I think my major takeaway, as I've said before, but I got to say it again is having that story, having that background, having that foundation and then building upon that. And I, I worry at times that a lot of people, they, they seek out the financial game without having the foundation to sit on, or they seek out like the next idea, the next idea, the next idea. But every time they keep going to a next idea, they never take the time to allow one to kind of solidify. And so looking at it now, do you think six months was long enough to feel out this Arcadia concept or do you think you should continue to wait longer? What what told you it's the
1: time to shut it down? Uh, that's a really good question to be honest, because I was for a long time against this, because I was like yeah, it, 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 it takes time to, like this Arcadia okay, Active was created, like a brand created out of thin air, and it, it really was, but, but really when you, when you go back to the beginning of every brand, every single brand is created out of thin air too, at least most brands, right? Like it, it comes up at some point where it's created out of nothing and no people, no one knows it, and it takes time to build that awareness like what is this brand, right? So for me like I was I kept saying yeah it's it's no one really knows and people doesn't resonate with it but like nike i guarantee you back when they started no one knew like what nike was like just do it people were like what is that like that doesn't make any sense right and nowadays it's like nike like it's a orange box it's a swoosh it's like just do it everyone everyone knows like it would one of those things people know what it what it is and what it means and what it stands for it's quality um so whereas like for me it was like well like a kitty active we we just we can give it time and i guarantee we can we can create a brand out of that but at the same time we also realized that like, Growing Strong was, like, a, a really strong brand already, and we just didn't have the time. And I think that the biggest issue really was the time. It wasn't that we didn't believe in Arcadia Active. I think we just ran into the, the issue that we didn't have enough time to put enough t- attention to both brands.
0: And well, how about hiring out? I mean, what if you're a gym owner right now and you're coaching seven hours a day, and you're saying, I don't have time for X, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys are coaching, training, et cetera. What, what about
1: hiring out? Would that be something you guys I, were... In- all about that, I, for sure. Like, it's just, at the same time, like... uh I think it's probably me mostly that is nervous about giving away, especially in the early days of the company. I want to make sure that it's is following the lines of what we want and have the vision, right? And if you start hiring out and have someone to help us, I'm nervous that we start going a little bit of a sidetrack from what we what we have in a vision. And then uh, I I really personally don't want to risk that. Uh, and I'm I enjoy it. I, even though we work a lot of hours at the moment, like I enjoy this uh, this time and. And I, I think, like, it's just, it makes more sense to do Grown Strong, uh, even though I think Acadia Active could have been successful as well.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, I really appreciate you talking about Arcadia Active. I am excited about Grown Strong. I'm excited about you guys. I don't know how you guys do it. You live in the same place. You work out in the same place. You work at the same place. But you seem happy. You're relatively, you know, cozy on the couch right now. So, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I see the lovey eyes. <laughs> and, uh yeah. Well, thank you again for guys for taking thank some time you. today and for all of you listening. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.